Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Lab Talks. I'm Ben Putley, and I've been joined today by my two co-founders, Chandru and Chorley. Hi. Hello. We wanted to do another video, um, another podcast episode, just to talk through some of the recent releases, updates, news about alchemy in general. Um, So I think the first thing that we wanted to talk about today was video display ads. And for those of you that might not know what that is, you've probably seen on the labs page that we have static banners. Those banners are used very widely throughout the inventory inventory, for inventory for advertisers and are sold by publishers. But we talk a lot about the total size of the digital market. Um, That is to the tune of six, seven hundred billion dollars. That is not all in one ad format. So that is broken up between display, search, social, video, native, connected TV. So one of the things that we wanted to start to do was support those additional ad types that will allow us to access different pools of demand from advertisers, from buyers, from people that are buying ads online. So the first step for that is video display ads. And that is very exciting. Video this year is going to grow by 6%, I believe, to $73 billion globally. So it is a large chunk, it's about 10% of that total ad spend worldwide. And it's very important for advertisers that might have a multi-ad format strategy to be able to use Alchemy Exchange to support that. Um, so, Chandra, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit more about how exactly that works. Yeah, sure. Um, thanks, Ben. So, as you rightly mentioned, you know, um, it is very important for us to show video ads. In fact, it's it's uh, not just video ads. It's called uh, rich media ads. Exactly. Um, yeah. Where we have uh, more interaction between the user and the ad that is being shown to the user. So what this actually means is from a brand's perspective, it, it engages the, the user a lot more. Uh, there, is a, there is a potential for users to... Uh, engage with the ad. Uh, there is a gamification that can be brought in. Um, the the click through rates basically are are seen to be much much higher for rich media ads than they are for static banner ads. Um, that being the case, the the amount of revenue that the publisher makes due to these rich media ads is significantly higher than any static media uh, banners that are being shown to the users. Absolutely, and, yeah. And also from a user's perspective, um, it is it is that much more engaging in terms of letting the user know whether a product that is being advertised to the user is relevant to them or not. Mm-hmm. It's not just one picture that you have to um, make sense of. I know uh, there's, uh, there's this uh, popular saying that uh, a picture is worth mm-hmm. a thousand words, but as... As we move from a picture to a rich media content, maybe it's worth much more, much, much more than a thousand words. Exactly that. Um, And I think as I, from my career in ad tech, it was, I remember when video ads first started appearing and it was that innovation in ad format that was driving more spend from brands, from media agencies that were looking for a way to achieve additional performance and also publishers achieve more revenue Um, in what was, I guess, led by a very successful business in YouTube. YouTube really pioneered ads, slightly different. They were called pre-roll or post-roll or mid-roll, 
what we're talking about here is video ads that sit alongside a piece of content. Sometimes they can be referred to as outstream, but um, also, yeah, rich media really did facilitate a lot more ad spend and dollars to be captured by publishers and then audiences to be engaged with in a different way from advertisers. That's very true. Oh, sorry, go on, Sean. Sorry, I was going to say, I think as well, it really changes like the call to action. Um, yeah, true. So it turns it just from a button with, you know, click here, mm-hmm. get your whatever to like, you can actually give a much stronger message, which, you know, is at the end of the day is what advertising is about. It's about messaging and engagement and video is a lot more engaging than yeah. just s- static banners, really. Very true. Uh, in fact, this is also one of the feedback that we had received from uh, all of the partners that we are mm-hmm. talking to. And uh, there was a huge amount of demand for rich media ads. Um, So um, even though that was on our uh, product backlog, that was the priority of that uh, was up significantly. And uh, we are now in a position where we can actually start showing uh, rich media ads on Alchemy Labs as uh, step one always would be showing our work on Alchemy Labs. And since Alchemy Labs has been um, at the forefront of showing all the things that we've worked on, whether that's uh, uh, soft staking or the Ads Explorer, uh, and we have quite a lot more that we will talk about in this podcast, but uh, uh, video ads are one of them, and we wanted to show our community what we are working on and what effect this would have on the industry. So there you are, that's uh, video ads for you. Absolutely, yeah, it's exciting. And I'm sure there will be many future ad formats as and when we get requests for those. And as I said, they can be native ads, they can be, uh, what's it called now? InSkin. Is it InSkin? No, that's the brand that does it. Skin, yeah. Skins. Skins. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, shout out to InSkin. Um, but Skins, yeah, so when you kind of have a very, very large takeover of the page itself, there's other ads. I think this, you'll quite often see these on sites in my, in my mind, stuff like, Chorley's on employer Condé Nast where you have that interstitial that appears as you scroll down the page but these are all things that we're looking to support in the future to help Alchemy the exchange capture as many ad dollars as possible and save more money for more advertisers generate more revenue for publishers using our exchange and all of the ad formats they are very familiar with working with and that they sell themselves on a regular basis yeah I think it's uh, important to sort of mention that our partners are both sides of the equation yeah. so although it's great for advertisers to have these like extra ways to message on those sites it also brings in like more revenue for those publishers as well so even though we're returning more ad dollars like all the time it, this will then increase that even further so mm-hmm. we're just kind of providing better value for publishers as well they're getting more of that money it helps their businesses run better. Yeah. Also, not to forget the users, sure, True. because um, the users are likely to engage in um, video ads more than they are with uh, banner ads. And uh, it tells the users whether the product that is being advertised to them is, uh, is worth their while or not. And it's, it's yeah. likely that a user will, um, will be converted to a, a sale. Is that, is that the right mm-hmm. phrase? But, uh, um, if they see a meaningful ad. So an ad that's shown to a user is more likely to result in a sale if the ad is engaging, if the ad delivers the kind of uh, message that it wants to, and a video ad is much, much more likely to do that than a static banner ad. Definitely. I mean, we've all seen the, uh, the ads that don't have any pictures at all even, and they, mm-hmm. are, they really like degrade the experience online. I mean, uh, you know, the original AdWords ad, were, were, you know, just do you want to reduce your belly fat? That was kind of it. <laughs> Click here. It's like, well, how many how many engagements do you really get out of that? But 
also from a user perspective it does look a bit rubbish and it kind of really degrades the the content that you're looking at makes it less engaging so yeah formats tick so the next thing we wanted to talk to you about you all about is the um i'm i hope some of you are familiar with the the ads explorer which is on labs.alchemy.org which is providing a record of all of the transactions that have taken place whilst that is very important to kind of be a proof of life to show that we are validating ads transactions. What Chandra and his team have been working on is making that data a little bit more digestible for people that interact with it on a daily basis. The needs of people that visit labs is very different to people that are buying and selling ads all day. So Chandra, I don't know if this has been your baby. It's been a lot of hard work that's gone into this, but I don't know if you want to talk to about the reporting dashboard that we'll be releasing very soon. Yeah, sure. Um, in fact, uh, the reporting dashboards, the whole reporting piece is a massive feature that we are working mm -hmm. on. Um, so if I, if I start from um, the basics where, you know, we talk about uh, the data pyramid, and I know we've, we've discussed this many a time when we've uh, done our whiteboard sessions, Ben, um, but there are basically four layers of the data pyramid. The bottommost layer being data, mm -hmm. the layer above it being information, then we have knowledge, and then at the top of the pyramid is wisdom. Now, how do we apply this concept to the data that we have access to, we as an alchemy has access to? Now, again, I would like to divide the data, the, the access to data sets that we have into two categories. One is data that can be shown publicly to anybody, which is what is the data that is captured on our public ledger, which is the Ads Explorer. That's category number one. Category number two is data that is not on the public ledger. Mm -hmm. This is data which could include user PII data, personal information like uh, a locality or an IP address or whatever data that the uh, publishers would pass on to the exchange. So in category two, we have sensitive data such as the user PII data and also data that the publishers or the brands do not want us to, uh, to, to expose. For example, uh, currently if you look on the Ads Explorer, you don't see information about who those websites are, what mm -hmm. the domains are, who those DSPs are, what their IDs are, because there can be an easy aggregation of these data sets in order to arrive at a bidding strategy that is being followed by a particular brand or a DSP, which people may not be comfortable showing out. So until we are completely sure of all the data sets that people are comfortable to put on the public ledger, these data sets are held on our centralized database. So that's the second data set. Now, while there is quite a lot of data on the Ads Explorer that users, the public, the community can have access to and derive information from and derive different statistics about how Alchemy is doing, what, uh, um, what are the number of transactions that we are processing and hence the number of nodes that we, are, uh, we may need and extrapolate that. That is one side of things. But the second side of things is the data that we have and what value it can add to publishers and to our and to our demand side partners mm -hmm. and brands. Um, things like what was the minimum bid price that, what was the floor bid price that a publisher was looking to get from a website of a certain content type at a certain point of the day, Yeah. right? And how did the, um, uh, how were the responses that that particular bid request got? How far away 
from the winning bid price was the average bid price. Mm-hmm. How far away from the winning bid price was a particular DSP's response to that particular bid request? And hence, how does that DSP need to change their bidding strategy in order to win more bids? Yeah. How would they then use that information to reach a target audience that's more likely to buy their products? Mm-hmm. How would they then use uh, advertisements of different formats and extrapolate that in order to convert these ad views or ad clicks into more product sales? All of this is driven by the raw data that we have. So coming back to the uh, data pyramid, the data information knowledge wisdom, this is where it all fits together. A, the, the bottommost layer of the pyramid being data, this is where we can classify the raw log data that we had as the data in the data pyramid. Then whatever is being shown uh, on the Ads Explorer, which is formatted data, is the information that we have been able to extract from the raw logs that we have. What you will see in the next few days is visualizations of this data. And those visualizations will tell you how a particular DSP has performed, how how many um, bid requests they won on a given day, um, what was their bidding strategy, um, how was their ad spend. From a publisher's point of view, how much of revenue did they make on a certain uh, ad format, how much of revenue did they make from a certain location at a certain point of day, and so on and so forth. So there's a lot of knowledge that we can gain from the information that is on the Ads Explorer Mm -hmm. and off the chain, which is on our centralized database. And finally, what happens is the top most part of the pyramid, which is wisdom. This is where it gets very, very interesting, where publishers and the demand side partners and brands can actually determine how they can modify their bidding strategies, their practices, their operations in order to make more sales in order to generate more revenue, in order to add more value to their users, in order to, um, you know, make sure that the entire ecosystem thrives. So this is where we eventually will get to. And all of this is being driven by the data that we have access to, which has thus far never been exposed to any DSP or any publisher. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that that data is accessible to all of our partners. The data is then analyzed information is extracted, we ensure that we get the wisdom out of that data and eventually be able to advise each of our partners on how they can add value to themselves and their customers. That is what uh, we are trying to get to. And what you will see in the next few days is when our reporting dashboard goes live, and we are only going to show you the tip of the iceberg at this point in time, using a data set that we've collected from Alchemy Labs, uh, which is about a couple of months old, but mm-hmm. we, we, are, we just wanted to put that out to the community so that we can show everybody what is the power of that data. Yeah. And that is what you will see on Alchemy Labs very soon, where you will see visualization of the the information that is present that is presented to you uh, presented to you on the ads explorer and off the chain so we have now covered the raw data which we have access to the information that was shown on the ads explorer and we will now show you the third layer of the data pyramid which is the knowledge which is what we will show you in terms of the visualizations finally we will show you the effect of the wisdom that all of this data will eventually have. That is by adding value, generating more revenue, 
driving down more costs and adding value to the entire ecosystem. That is where we are getting to. Here, here. And uh, yeah, as a former user of uh, quite a few exchanges, I can tell you that the reporting dashboards are probably one of the worst features on these <laughs> yeah. exchanges. So I remember just trying to like pull reports and I'd be sitting there waiting for maybe like 10, 15 minutes and then the whole thing would just fail. Yeah. And he's got to start it again, maybe take out one of the fields because you're trying to cross-reference with too much stuff. But really, even the actual amount of information there was not that rich. So kind of looking at like across this website how many ads served like that's how many clicks was it um there might be some other things like viewability which is you know your pet peeve because it's not a real word um and then you know maybe a few other things but there's not that kind of log level data that data is also not very actionable i think that's the other thing that's quite important to sort of differentiate is that by giving people uh not just you want a an impression on this site between these dates or this day or this day, um, it means that people will then be able to like create strategies that actually inform their bidding. So they're more likely to bid more often yeah, exactly. and actually win more often because our bids return a better rate as well. So it's a net, net, net positive <laughs> for everybody. Yeah, I think it's the, the way the exchange operates and the features it has is enough to get people inquisitive enough to want to use it. I think for them to continue to use it they have to be able to validate those theses or insights they might have based off of the features so i think this reporting dashboard is a really important step to allow people that are using the exchange to prove that it does work better they are seeing more value they are getting more impressions the performance is better um, because they can compare it to existing data sets they might have then it becomes very obvious that we have more information than they may be getting from other partners in which case they will then scale their usage so yeah it is a very important feature that's been rolled out it's going to be great for you all to see it but it's going to be even better for the pe- for the users of the exchange the advertisers and the publishers to see more of it anyway um so yeah that is very exciting so Chandru, um, well done thanks ben i think uh, the whole credit goes to uh, the team that's worked on this and um, um i must say uh, it's um uh, some of our engineers have done such a wonderful job in making it so visually pleasing. I'd uh, never seen a more visually pleasing um, chart of the data because mm-hmm. data um, is thought of as being boring. And um, I've seen CSV files which run through, uh, you know, several thousands, tens of thousands of uh, lines where you have to sit through reams of data. Mm-hmm. But uh, making it colorful, making it interactive, which which is what you will see on on the reporting dashboards is is something that uh, I particularly enjoyed playing around with. So uh, all credit to the team. And uh, although it's not going to be on the V1, there's going to be some very interesting features coming out as well later on, right? That uh, again are probably industry first in terms of uh, things like carbon reporting. Um, it's a hot button topic at the mm-hmm. moment, not just you know globally, but in the advertising industry, a lot of these companies are buying advertising space didn't realize that they were basically using up a lot of carbon um, which is bad for the environment but also their kind of ESG goals doesn't really help them much Um, but there's been no way of actually seeing what that looks like Um, and by us running on nodes that we can then look into the node we know which impressions ran on which nodes at what time we can then obviously give people a score right so that's are probably going to be a world first feature don't want to blow our own trumpet too much but yeah 
Absolutely. And uh, this data is going to be made available to our partners as well, where, uh, for example, again, uh, we come back to the knowledge and the wisdom piece where uh, people need to understand what is actually working in driving down carbon emissions and then concentrate on those factors as much as possible. If the uh, rich media ads, which consume more, um, more energy than a static banner, are not as effective, then we need to scale down on them. Right? On, the, uh, on the other hand, if the amount of uh, value that a static banner ad is adding is not in proportion to the amount of carbon that is being expended, then there needs to be something that's done about it. So this is information that is not available as of now. And uh, there can be various things that may work for cer certain uh, brands or certain publishers that may not work for others. But this is the whole point of having the data. What works for you as a company? What for works for you as an organization? And you concentrate on those strategies. And that's what we are trying to bring to the forefront. Everything backed by data, visualization, so that people can understand what is working, what is not, and make the necessary changes in order to add value. That is what we are getting to. Yeah, there's no, no point in creating a single source of truth if you can't visualize it and mm. use that data, right? Absolutely. So yeah, reporting dashboards, look forward to seeing those very shortly. And as you might have been able to hear on this podcast, there's been a little bit of background noise. <laughs> that is because the team has grown quite a bit. We've got more people in the office. We've got more, <laughs> more bodies working on alchemy. And I think we wanted just to talk through some of those people that have joined the team. We've got two new salespeople that have joined that have got a storied history in working with media agencies, working with advertisers to help us onboard more of that ad spend using the video formats, using the additional formats that we'll build in the future. And then also we've had four new developers that have started in the team to continue building out all of the infrastructure, the node management system, everything that makes the exchange possible. So the, the team is growing. We are looking to continue to build as we have been doing for the last two years, but then also now start to have more people use the, use the infrastructure itself and start to have everything whirring a little bit of a higher frequency than it has been for the last, not that it's not been a high frequency, but yeah, more to come. Delivering more on those goals that exactly we've got. That, yeah. Those OKRs that you keep setting everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Essential. Yes, absolutely. It's it's good to see the team growing, and uh, they've all uh, um, they've all added to the culture. It's it's been amazing working with everybody. So, um, for all those of you uh, from the team who are listening to this, welcome to the to the team. And it's been amazing uh, having you, and we look forward to having a long association with all of you. Welcome to the team. Yeah, welcome aboard. Welcome to the crazy gang. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, I think we will wrap up another episode of lab talks um depending on when this goes out i'm not sure but we have got another uphold webinar this week so if this is after that i hope you joined if it's before that please join um and yeah we look forward to speaking to you all the next time cheers everyone Thanks, thank you everyone. everybody cheers see you